What does it mean to disturb? To not believe in a status quo. To not believe that everything is as is. Having the inherent feeling inside of you that there is more to uncover. That greatness is waiting to be discovered. To disturb, to disturb is to become. It is the understanding that every single day is a chance to exceed the barriers of excellence. Knowing that if you are called to do anything, it is to be iconic laws. To look impossible in the eye and move towards it. No, to run towards it. You are more. You are a disturbance to conventionality, the epitome of greatness, an ambassador of iconoclasts. This, this is iconoclasts. And I am Chidi Amadi Ahaneku, the head of the Amadi Ahaneku family. Don't just live. Disturb. Sending shoutouts with shoutouts to you. My name is Chidi Amadi Ahaneku, the head of the Amadi Ahaneku tribe, and this, this is Iconoclast, the podcast that is tailored for icons. I hope everyone is doing great, that you are having an Iconoclast type of week, that you are enjoying each and every part of it, and that you are striving constantly to reach your peak. So the title of this episode is actually an epiphany that came to me when I realized or found out rather that there were times where Einstein slept three hours a year. The topic or the title of this episode is Genius Requires Sacrifice. You think about it and you think about how Einstein could sleep only three hours a year. I mean, we could sit here and debate the efficacy of that statement, but that's not important. I want us to focus on the concept. The concept that Einstein could actually sacrifice his sleep in order to be the most influential brain in physics, in history as well. And he understood that Sacrifice is needed. He understood that genius requires sacrifice. And the only way he could actually do that was if he sacrificed his sleep in order to be ahead, in order to be the best, in order to grow, to expand, he had to sacrifice something. And many people look at that and say, wow, that's crazy. I mean, yes, it is. And that is how it's supposed to be. Yes, that's crazy. And as Steve Jobs once said, only the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who actually do. That's the whole concept that I'm trying to say. What I'm starting to realize is that sacrifice and insanity are coexisting in society or or let me just rather put it in this way in order to adequately sacrifice what you have to sacrifice you have to possess a level or a certain level of insanity because trust me in your journey of getting where you want to be you are going to have to neglect a huge part of your humanity in order to get there that's why 
Einstein can come to a point where he can sleep three hours a year just to be the best. Now, that's the mentality that we all should be having. But as I said, in order to adequately sacrifice the things that you have to sacrifice, you have to have a level of insanity. Because it is insane to sacrifice your entire way of living in order to reach a destination in which you are not aware, or not even aware, but a destination you're not even sure exists. It takes a level of insanity, trust me. But it is a necessary evil. It is a necessary evil. There's, a, there's this beautiful saying that I always repeat. It says, for great things to happen, average men have to convince themselves that they're great. It's that level of insanity that helps you understand the greatness that exists within you in order to gather up all you have, all the resources that you have, all the strength, mental, physical, and emotional strength that you have, and run towards something you have no idea exists or not. A success, victory that exists at a later stage that you are not even aware exists. How crazy is such a concept? It's... it's, it's it baffles me all the time, to be honest. It does. And it actually reminds me of such a beautiful story about Venus and Serena Williams. Actually, a story about their father, Richard Williams. And I remember Will Smith is actually starring in a movie about Richard Williams titled King, King Richard, yes. Such a beautiful story, such a beautiful movie. I totally recommend it. But in essence, it tells you a story about how Richard Williams, the father of Venus and Serena Williams, had a dream. He had a vision. He cultivated that vision. He cultivated all the energy and greatness that exists within him. And he used it and propelled it towards his children and thus creating one of the best or two of the best tennis players to ever exist now it's such a beautiful story honestly and if I, when you look at it and you follow the story it actually is very crazy how it unfolds because richard williams even before venus and serena were born was watching television and on TV, he stumbles upon a tennis match and he sees a tennis match and he says, I am going to have two children and I'm going to make them play tennis. Then he also says that before they were born, he used to say they are going to be the number one in the world. I mean, imagine that. So this man stumbles upon a tennis match and he decides that from that point in time, he's going to have children and his children are going to be the best in the world in tennis. He had that idea. It started merely as an idea that he stumbled upon. And that actually makes me think. I've met a lot of people who always say, I'm on a journey to find myself, a journey to find my calling. And we make this journey to find your calling such a, a big and dramatic journey or dramatic endeavor rather that sometimes we miss it in the small things. 
And sometimes it is not a journey to find yourself. Sometimes it's just you existing where you exist and just actually being conscious of the things that are around you, your environment, and it will come to you. For Richard Williams, he stumbled upon a tennis match and he found his calling. And his calling was to make sure that his two kids become number one in the world in tennis. Human beings are very good at making very simple things complex. We complicate a lot of things. That is actually the one thing that I've learned. Do not complicate it. So let's go back to the story. So he stumbled upon this tennis match and he decided, okay, these people are going to be the best in the world. Then he locks in. He locks into his vision. He believes it with each and everything he has. And no one could ever convince either him or his two kids otherwise. And that's what's needed. You need to lock into what you want to do. You need to lock into your calling, lock into your, your vision, lock into what you desire and the destination, lock into it so much that no one else can convince you. There was a time during this interview where this individual was undermining Venus' confidence. And Richard stepped in and he said, man, this child just answered your question with all the confidence in the world. Now, what, why are you not believing her? Or why are you asking the same question again? He understood that he had to protect his children. He had to protect the confidence that exists within them. He had to protect the confidence and the greatness in which he has cultivated from a very young age. Because I think he started teaching them tennis from when they were four years old. So he had cultivated a confidence and a wall of confidence around these kids. So he had to protect that. And he understood that. Now, Richard was the epitome of an iconoclast but most importantly he understood this like einstein he understood genius requires sacrifice so he made sacrifices as i did say he started training the kids when they were four years old he fought people off the courts gangsters at that just to make sure that his kids practice each and every day he understood he had to protect them not only just them and their bodies, but he also understood that he had to protect them mentally and emotionally so that they are top tier, so that they're top of their game whenever they step on the court. But most importantly, and this is one of the things that I love the most about Richard, is that unlike each and every other coach, he didn't go to school for it and he was not as educated as everyone else in tennis. I mean, he stumbled upon a television show and that's when he made the decision. So he was not as experienced and not as educated in the game. But he made sure that he worked harder than each and every other person because he was locked in. Venus and Serena say that there were times where he used to stay up all night watching videos of how to serve so that he could be able to teach them how to serve. He had to go the extra mile, even though it was something that he was not traditionally taught the way everyone else was taught. But he went out of his way and working twice as hard to reach the destination. 
And that is what is needed. And you can only get there when you understand this maxim. Genius requires sacrifice. Now I look at the story and the one thing that I want to ask you is, firstly, do you understand the sacrifices that you have to make to be genius? Are you willing to be insane enough to believe in something that no one else believes in? To be the only one that sees the bigger picture and to lock into it and move towards it? Are you ready? Because it is necessary. As I said in the beginning, the insanity that is needed is a necessary evil. And that's the thing. Only people who tap into that level of insanity can reach genius. Because the working hours that are needed to reach there, the sacrifices in the things that they do, leaving the parties, leaving the alcohol, leaving the waste of time, leaving certain friends, those things are things that are emotionally tied to us things that are important to us. And in order to just voluntarily leave them requires insanity. But are you ready? Are you ready to dedicate your life to something that is greater than you are? Are you ready to let everything go? Are you ready to be so locked in into what you want that you are willing to sacrifice each and everything that stands in your way. These, these are the questions that you have to ask yourself. Are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to go and have late nights? Are you willing to go and have early mornings in order to reach the dream? Because in your journey, you are going to have to be crazy. That level of insanity is needed it's important the understanding is important and you need to be so locked in into what you were doing that no one can tell you otherwise are you ready for that are you ready to be that and do you understand that genius requires sacrifice this, this is today's podcast and this week's episode and I am glad and I'm happy that I made the realization that genius requires sacrifice and I hope that you do too, that you see what is needed to be done and that you do not hesitate to reach the end, to reach the destination. Because that is what you believe is your calling. So if you don't, today I, I urge you to first be conscious enough to find your calling. To decide on what to do, to choose a path and to walk it. And then I hope that you lock into it. That you ask yourself these difficult questions about sacrifice. And that you start walking and you start running towards it and you start sacrificing because genius requires 
sacrifice. Dalu. Thank you.